This is a life-changing message from Abundant Life Christian Center in Newark, Delaware. More information about Abundant Life can be found at www.alcc1.org. Now, let's join Pastor Jack Miller. Matthew 4. Let's go 16. Matthew 4, 16. Y'all getting anything? Oh, Lord. Salt and light. That's where we're supposed to be. So, hey, Paris, your life should be better because of salt and light that emanates from, from us. Somebody should touch you with salt and light that you are too being salt and light. If you're not being salt and light, there's a problem. Amen. Watch this. Watch this. And because I got to I got to read. Can I read this? Then I'm going to read a whole nother chapter and then almost a whole nother chapter. Then I'm going to give you four or five points and let you go home. Is that all right? What time game? Come on. Am I okay? All right. I want to tell you something, too, about that game. You should. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I just got so excited. I got so excited. Do you realize this? Watch this. Oh, man. I no, no. Okay, y'all lost. No, we here. We here. You gotta stay focused. You gotta stay focused. That was then. Yeah. See, the enemy will take you there, yep. and you'll focus on that point rather than getting the word. That's called stealing. That's why I did that. I didn't care how who who got offended by it. I want you to understand how the enemy steals. Get away from that thought real quick. When you're in here, reverence and respect. When we, when we go certain ways, go with it, and then come right back when he's moving. Because he's moving, you got to move. That was good. All right. Okay, watch this. Watch this. Where did I go? The game. Do you know? Watch this. Oh, watch this. And I'm going to leave it right here, and then we'll come back at another day. How long is a football game? No. Who, how many of y'all know? No, how long is a football game? Real fast, real fast. Football folk. My wife is like, I have no clue what y'all are talking about. How long is how long is a football game? Only the fans. Three hours. Okay, you're an Eagle fan. You're an Eagle fan. About three hours. Stand up. How long is a football game, Tom? Stop right there. Thank you, Tom. Tom says, Donald, football game is 60 minutes. A football game is 60 minutes. You said it was three hours. Two and a half hours. But it's, but for fans, for folk who are worshiping, they didn't want an hour. You got to understand. I'm going to show you a real fan. <laughs> How many of y'all listen to you listen to sports radio? You ever go to the game? I know you did. How long did it take you to get there? Depends on traffic. Got to leave early, right? Got to leave early. Got to leave early. Even, even Pop said you got to leave early. Dad said you got to leave early. Got to leave early. Watch this reverence and respect again. You got to leave early. Watch this. So I got to prepare to go. So that one hour is now increasing. 
because it's not one hour now because Bob, it takes me time to get there and I got to park. You got to get there, man. I was listening. To, you you got to realize that the respect and the reverence that I should give God should be here more than I give somewhere else. They're not worried about it. They spend three hours in there. They spend an hour getting ready or half an hour getting there or an hour. Then an hour trying to get out of there. And then when they get back, they want to be reminded. Watch this. They want to be reminded of what happened in the game. So they, they turn back on ESPN. So they go back. Now, how many of you are doing that? No, for church. You go back home and you look at again. And then you go to sports radio and you start listening again of what happened in the game. So you're like, oh, man, I can't get enough of this. Especially if they win, you got to go back and find out. You're like, because like me, when my team lost, when the Lakers lose, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to watch highlights because a loss is a loss. You know why I need to be reminded of a loss? But when they win, hey, let me ask you something. When they won that Super Bowl, how many times you look at? It? Did you relook at it again? You like highlights again? You like Larry? Yeah, there's been years coming. Glory to God, we've been worshiping for years, and we finally got our building. Them boys standing all, they respect it. Those people go there every, every week. They respect it. They, they worship that. What are you worshiping? They go all the time expecting victory every time. And when they don't get victory, they're not happy. God has promised you. Oh, glory to God. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. God has promised you victory every time, but you refuse. You don't even want to come show up and see your team win. One thing I knew about these two guys, I always talk about these two guys because I know these two guys, you know, they never change colors. They're going to ride. They're going to ride with their team. They're going to ride just like Terry. Terry going to ride. He's going to be black and yellow all day long. He ain't going to change. You know, Steelers lose. He's still with them. Eagles win. He's still with them. They lose today. Hey, that's all right. We'll come back next week. Somebody say amen. When we stand in awe with God, we're here all the time. Amen. Somebody say amen. I'm mixing. I'm mixing. All right. Ready? Watch this. What did I say? 16th verse. The people which sat in darkness saw great light, and to them which sat in the region, a shadow of death, light is sprung up. For that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And Jesus walking by the Sea of Galilee, that's why my daughter was telling me about, Dad, when you see it, glory to God. She said, when you see it, and it's so vast, you go, glory to God. Amen. Saw two brethren. Now, now watch this. Reese is walking. And she's like, she told us, she said, Dad, isn't there something when somebody goes someplace and you like, tell us what you've seen. <laughs> you be excited. You be like, tell us more. Tell us more. <laughs> we're sitting and eating. We're like, this is great. Oh, my God. And she was like, and you should have seen this, the Sea of Galilee. 
It was so, and so now we're reading about it. And so she said, but when you're standing in front of it, you go, that's where he called him. Oh, Lord. See, we're not reading a fairy tale. This is real. Somebody say amen. All right, watch this. I got to go. I got to go. Somebody say he got to go. But I'm going to be. Salt and light. No, He's going to get everybody in trouble if it fit in the clothes. All right, look at this. And Jesus walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brethren, Simon called Peter and Andrew and his brothers, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. Did y'all see that? He said they were what? Fishers. He called them what they were. He said, this is what you are. Look at it. He said, because they were fishers. He said, so let me identify what you do. You are fishers. He said, now watch what he said. He said unto them, follow me. And I'll take them fishing. I'll make your fishing work for my will. See what he just did? He took their job and he used it for his glory. Do y'all see that? No matter what you're doing, he said, I'm going to take that, Mr. Eddie, and I'm going to use that for my kingdom. I'm going to use that for my glory. So you being a teacher, that's going to be used for my glory. You're just not there to teach and then go home and get a check. You're there to be salt and light. He just called you out. He said, follow me and I will make you what? Fishers of men. I'm going to take your job and use it for me. Matthew 4. I mean, John 4. Y'all getting anything? All right, quickly, quickly. I'm almost done. Say, he's almost done. I'm about to close. That's different from fitting the clothes. About to close, say, he only got a few more minutes. He only got about five, ten more minutes. All right, Mark 4. Y'all get there, say, man. Oh, what'd I say? John 4. Let's go, John 4. You getting anything, son? Oh, the guy. Fitting the clothes. <laughs> All right. When therefore the Lord knew how the Pharisees had heard that Jesus made and baptized more disciples than John. Watch this. So Jesus himself baptized not, but his disciples. Watch this. Let's keep reading. We're going to read all the way down. He left Judea and departed unto Galilee. Amen. He keep going. Come on. And he must needs go through Samaria. Watch this. Then cometh he to a city of Samaria, which is called Sychar. Sychar. That's another thing Reese told me. And uh, we don't Americanize so many words. She said, you get over there, you say Abraham over there. They're like, what, what, what? what? Who are y'all talking about? <laughs> so what it is, sometimes a lot of words that we're speaking, we put an American accent on. But they have a whole different sound in the land. I think when we stand, we up there in heaven, we're going, Abraham, he, who, who, who are they talking to? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. No, no. All right. And so that just let me know that even sometimes our best pronunciations may still be off. Because we Americanized everything. Okay, praise the Lord. Uh, near to parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. It's amazing. She said, oh, okay, I'm telling you about her trip. No, no, let me keep going. All right. Now, Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being, being wearied with his journey, sat thus on the well, and it was about the sixth hour. 
Amen. Now, Jesus is sitting on the well. Remember this. Remember this. Okay. Woman at the well. Remember this? Woman at the well. So let's put you at the well. Jesus is already at the well. Here you come. Ready? Okay, some of y'all are like, I don't want to be there. I don't want to be there. There cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus said unto her, give me the drink. Man, for his disciples, man, this is good. Man, can, you, can we finish this? Amen. For his disciples were gone away unto the city to buy meat. Then saith the woman of Samaria unto him. Am I pronouncing that? Well, I don't care now. Unto him. After my daughter told me that, I'm like, I could butcher every word I can now. No, no, I'm playing. I'm playing. Samaria unto him. Hey, hey, look, look. Y'all might say it. Show him your face. Look, 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 look. look. <laughs> He's like, look, man of God just said. <laughs> look at this. Then cometh he to a city of Samaria, which is called Sight. Oh, we went there. Now, Jacob was there. Jesus was therefore being weird. Okay, I'm, I got to go down. Then cometh the woman. There we go. Then cometh the woman to Samaria to draw water. Jesus said unto her, give me to drink. Thank you, sir. For his disciples were gone away unto the city to buy meat. Then said the woman of Samaria. Now, when they went to buy meat, that meat probably has salt on it. Then said, see, for them, I, I, I have to tell you this, even before we finish, salt had more meaning to them than it did to you. So because they used this as an exchange. And it was more prevalent. It was something that was always in their life. For you, you, you don't have to, you, you've been Americanized to a point where some of the things that Paul talked about and the word of God talks about, it doesn't have the same meaning and effect on you that it does on, on them. You know, Reese, uh, I hate to keep bringing her up, but she brought up this point where she said, as their sins would be as scarlet, we would wash them white as snow. And if you realize back in the day, see, you don't think of it now, but anything that was dyed was that color forever. It could never, ever be changed. So to be made white as snow is an awesome miracle. So you look at it differently and you go, oh my God, when he cleaned me, he cleaned me. Watch this. Then said the woman said unto Samaria unto him, how is it that being a Jew, uh, being a Jew, ask it, drink it of me, which am I a woman of Samaria? Because you ain't supposed to be mixing. For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. Next verse, please, quickly. Oh, glory. Y'all all right? Yes, sir. All right, come on. Okay. There we go. Okay. Jesus answered and said unto her, if thou knewest the gift of God... And who it is that saith to thee, see, that's what he said. You got to know, you got to reverence and respect who he is. You got to know who he is. If you know who's saying this to you, you would act a little different. If you knew why you woke up this morning, you'd act a little different. If you knew, oh, 
If you knew what he protected you from last night, you would want to run the church. You would want to shout if you knew what he kept you from. Glory to God. There's certain sicknesses that just didn't touch your body. There are certain things that came your way. He protected you. You just didn't see it. So you go on about your married little way like nothing went on. But if you could see in the spiritual realm what he was doing for you. Oh, you run the church. You wouldn't have a chance. You wouldn't even run. You, you, you get here as fast as you could. And even when you got out the car, you got out with a glory to God. Even when you were home, you would shout like you knew who he was. Glory to God. When you don't know God, you act like you don't know him. But when you reverence and respect God, boy, you riding down the road, your hand drops up and you just glory to God. You don't care who's watching you. You just give a glory to God. You're here another day. Glory to God. Somebody passed on last night, but you're still here. I reverence and respect your all. Glory to God. Glory to God. Woo. If you only knew who I was, if you knew who I was, you would know there is no one to those who love me. Glory to God. We act like God owes us something. We owe him everything. All our life we owe him. Oh, glory. Glory. Act like he owes us something. Glory. All because we don't know who he is. We're not reverencing or respecting. We're, oh, glory. We're treating worship. We... <laughs> Nobody got to pump you up from worship when you know who he is. Glory to God. Glory. Glory. You understand what I'm saying? Glory to God. We make plans and then ask God, is this okay? When we should actually ask him about the plans so that we can get an okay. Glory to God. We live any kind of way and think God's going to bless. You're going to die in your sin if you don't come out. Somebody need to tell you. Reverence, respect, honor him for who he is. Just don't take for granted. That should be a worshipful attitude. You walk in, there should be a worshiper. You should be worshiping for you. When you woke up, you should have started your worship moment. When you first put your foot on the ground, thank you, God. First I live. First I live. I'm going to tell you. See, I'm going to show you why you don't. When you don't recognize what was done for you, it's hard for you to go tell somebody. We so (laughs) glory, glory, glory. 
You, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. We're so quick, we're so quick. When we recognize what is done for us, we'll tell everybody about it. But when you don't recognize what was done for you, you'll keep down the same road. You'll keep acting the same way as if, again, God owes you something because you didn't know who he was. That's why you act like that. That's why you talk like you talk. Now I'm going to talk to my teenagers. That's why you are the way you are, because you don't understand God. If you understood God, you would act different. You would talk different. You wouldn't care about what anybody else thought. That's when you love God. When you love God, you don't care what nobody thinks. As soon as your eyes open up, as soon as your eyes open up, you'll think. Glory. You don't know. Glory. Glory. Amen. Oh, I ain't done. Amen. Well, God is awesome, God. Amen. Look at this. Look at this. Let's finish up. Let's finish up, y'all. Woo. Man, I found out that's why I act like I act. When I don't reverence or respect God, I, 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 I said, man, I must not like you like I, I'm supposed to. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. Oh. Oh, glory. <laughs> oh. Your circumstance calls you, your circumstance calls me to look at me. And I had to ask, what is it that he cannot see from me? What type of soul am I that I cannot affect that? What is going on? Made me examine me. You, you. Because you wouldn't examine yourself. I said, I'll look at me. Y'all with me? We are here to affect change. Change lives for the better. Your life should have been changed. And when you are changed, you should be changing someone else's life. If you had met him, you should be better. If you had met him, you should touch someone else and their life should be better. All because of him. Not you, him. Glory to God. Are y'all finding this? You're at the well today. Oh, we're almost out of time, but you're at the well. And he's about to tell you about yourself. And what he tells you will cause you to go tell somebody else that I saw a man. Oh, glory. Go to the well. Go to the well. Oh, y'all getting anything? Amen. Amen. You should be examining you. See, we're so good at judging someone else but ourselves. We're so good at that. And, and, and then we wonder why. Wonder why, why, why. Because God called you to look at you first. Look at you. Glory to God. Oh, it's got good. All right, let's. We're gonna finish this. 
All right. Give me the drink thou wouldest thou hath asked of him, and the water he given thee, living water. He said, what I'm going to give you is living water. I'm going to show you some things that he never talked about. Watch this. Next verse. We're almost done. Y'all good? Change starts with us. Somebody say amen. And once that change starts, man, things start to happen. My life gets better. Amen. When you stand before him, he, he's wondering if you were the salt and the light. Who was able to see because of you? Your light should be on. It's a shame when you turn your light out. I'm not home on Halloween night. And I turn my lights off. Because I don't want visitors. I've noticed one time when I was home and I left my light, one light's on. See, people felt that I was home and that I wanted them. I was welcoming. I welcomed them in. So I found out I have to turn the lights out so that they know I'm not welcomed. Welcoming. When you don't walk in the light as he is in the light. You've got to walk in that because if you're not, you're not welcoming. Wow. That's good. Wow. The world is waiting for an answer. You thought they had all the answers. No, you do. You. The woman said unto him, sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. From whence thou hast thou that thou living water. And that's where, watch this. And thou greater... Are thou greater than our father Jacob, which gave us, well, gave us this well <laughs> and drank thereof himself and his children and his cattle? She didn't know who he was. Jesus answered and said unto whosoever drinketh of this water shall never thirst again. He said, what I'm going to give you spiritually, you ain't going to never have need of again. Watch this. But whoever, whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. That's why you're the salt. The life of God that he's put in you. Watch this. The woman said unto him, sir, give me this water that I may thirst not. Neither come hither to draw. To draw. Watch this. Jesus said unto her, go call thy husband. Now he's going to deal with certain things now. He said, go call thy husband hither. And she says, watch this. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said unto her, thou hast has well said. I have no husband. See, there is nothing that he doesn't already know about you. You're hiding thinking he don't know. <laughs> the eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the good and the evil. There ain't nothing he didn't see. There ain't a thought that didn't go across your mind. He didn't catch. God said this. I know your thoughts are far off. So when you thinking weird, he already got your weird before you got it. Wow. He was just wondering what you're going to do with the weird thought after you got it. Are you going to trust me? You're going to believe me. You're going to walk in me. Once you get that crazy thought, what are you going to do? You're going to meditate more on it or are you going to cast it aside and come to me? 
And whom, so you can't say, I didn't get that thought. Yes, you did. What you do with it after you got it. And whom thou know now has is not thy husband. Oh, Jesus, he called her. He said, the one that you have now ain't your husband either. And you said that truly. Next verse. He said, you told the truth on that. And the woman said unto her, sir, I perceive women now. Somebody that's speaking. Oh, she getting something now. She's like, wait a minute now. Anybody who can read my mail like this. Y'all see that? Y'all see that, Craig? He said, you read my mail. You must know something. Amen. Sir, I perceive that thou are a prophet. Okay, I'll tell you who you are. You're a prophet. Because ain't no way in the world you could tell me what, what you just said. Now watch this. Watch this. Keep going. Keep, keep going now. Our fathers worship in this mountain, and you say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. Mm. Glory to God. And Jesus said unto her, woman, believe me, the hour cometh when you shall neither in this mountain nor shall neither in this mountain nor yet at the Jerusalem worship the Father. I know I'm out of time, but let's keep pushing. You worship, you ye know not what. See, what I was telling you about the football game is this, too. You know, that thing, that thing supposed to be for an hour, but it goes for three hours. And the whole preparation is almost, you, you almost using seven to eight hours. All right, four game. All right, four game. And if you don't go seven or eight hours, you're doing at least five, six hours. But, but when we come to church, we want it packaged in a little deal. So it, it really is what you want to watch and what you want, what you're willing to sit for. Somebody say amen. You worship knowing not. We know what we worship for salvation is of the Jews. Watch this. But the hour cometh and now is when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. Come on, say amen. That's me. Somebody say amen. That's right. Come on, 4 to 24. God is a spirit. And they that worship him must what? Worship him in spirit and in truth. Okay, he's not finished. Watch this. Keep going. Amen. Man, just to be at his feet. Reese was telling me, Reese said it took her, sir, took her, I tell you, we got to go, y'all. We got to go. Said it took her an hour to get to one place, and that was a place that Jesus walked. And so you looking at Jesus as scrawny. She said, ain't no way in the world Jesus could be scrawny. Not all that walking he was doing. And he had, amen. And he wasn't as light as you thought. Stop Americanizing everything. Somebody say amen. I know that the Messiah is coming, which is called Christ. When he has come, he will tell us all things. Oh, man. All right. Look at this. She said he's going to tell us all things. Amen. Oh, Lord. This is awesome. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Jesus said, uh, Reese told me her tour guide, her tour guide was Jewish. And he had lived over here, and now he lived over there. And he was taking them on tours, but he didn't believe in Jesus. What? But guess what? Guess what? He ran into my daughter. <laughs> and my daughter is the salt. Oh, yes. Folk get mad at that because I talk about her, but she the salt, just like you the salt. And she refused to let him go. She said, that doesn't make sense. So you're still waiting on Jesus to come back. So you said, if he comes back and he says, 
you're in the parade and he says, welcome, I'm glad to be back. You know you were wrong. But if he says, I'm glad to be here, you know you were right. You don't get that chance. They're still waiting on a Jesus. She said, well, how can you keep the law if you can't have the temple was torn down where you used to give sacrifice? Ah, we figure out ways around it now. So if you can't keep the law, he must be the Jesus we talked about. And he is coming back. And that's something. So she put that to him and he couldn't answer. And he was like, she wouldn't let him go. She's like, this is not right. And he tells you of all the tours he tells you, and here is where And she was like, how can you do this? And not understand the power. Come on now. Are you going to be salt? Are you going to be afraid? Because, hey, he's been doing this so many years. Why should I say something to him? Salt will talk. Salt will shed light. Even if I don't bring you all the way across, I'll put seed. Bob will come behind me. When Bob comes back, he'll water. It ain't your job to plant all the time. It's your time. There are times you water. Know the difference of seed planting and watering. Somebody say amen. Jesus said unto her, I that speak unto thee am he. I'm who you're looking for. Somebody say amen. And upon this came his disciples and marveled that he talked with the woman. You know why. Yet no man said, what seekest thou or why talkest thou with her? Now, Jesus is talking now. We're going to shut up. The woman then left her water pot and went her way unto the city and said to the men. Watch this. Now, watch this. She left what? Her water pot. Come and see a man. See, when you meet Jesus... That's where we need to get to. When we meet Jesus, he causes you, your salt causes you to tell somebody else about what just happened to you. You need to come. Look, look what she said. Say, everybody say this. Come see a man. Come see a man. When God has done something for you, you being salt and light, all you want to tell somebody else is come see a man. You don't have to believe me. Just oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. And his mercy endureth forever. Come see a man. Glory to God. And that's where you got to be. Come see a man. I'm going to tell you, he told me everything about myself. Come see a man. He told me all things that I ever did. Is not this the Christ? It's got to be who he says he is. Next verse, we are. Glory to God. Then they went out of the city. Wait a minute. One woman gave testimony of who he was. And then everybody else is following. We got to go see this man. Who you telling in Wilmington? Who you telling in Middletown? Because it should ignite something in somebody to come see this man. Somebody should want him because of you. Amen. Did y'all just hear what I just said? Amen. I've known people been in church 20, 80, 20, 80, no. 25, 30, 40 years. Nobody else is in there because of them. That's a problem. But they spiritual. 
And they know God. But there ain't nobody there because of them. Somebody say amen. Make it your place to be the salt. Father, I thank you. I am the salt of the earth. Father, I thank you. I'm the light that you called me to. Father, I believe in Jesus name that people will look on me and see you, see your glory, see your honor. Father, I believe in Jesus name that we as believers have power, power and authority given to us so that we can continually reap the harvest. Father, you have told us in your word that the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. I confess that I will be a laborer so that I can reap the harvest that you have desired for this hour. God, I give you glory. God, I give you praise. God, I give you honor for who you are and what you've done through me. I know if you've touched my life, you can touch as many as as I can see and I can talk to you. Because what you've done for me is minor. And I know what you've done for or major. And what you will do for others, I know you will do it for them too. God, we give you glory. Amen. When you say that, I know if you did it for me, glory to God. Uh, man, he did our entire reconstruction. Uh, he set up a construction company right on the inside of me. Changed who I was. I got to tell it. Somebody said this years ago in a song, if you can't tell it, let me tell it. Testimony has become uh, a glorification of yourself and Satan. That's why a lot of people don't do testimony services because you're glorifying you. I see people online and everything glorifying themselves. God do something for them, but they, you, they cloak it in glorifying themselves because they wanted their adoration. Any adoration that comes to you ain't from God. Everything we do is for his kingdom, his glory, his honor. The only reason your name should be great is to glorify his. If your name is great without glorifying him, it ain't God behind you. Amen. I'm out of time. I really am. Amen. There's more I wanted to get to. The proceeding is a recording by the teaching ministry of Abundant Life Christian Center in Newark, Delaware. If this has been a blessing to you and you wish to sow into our ministry, you may send a check or money order made payable to Abundant Life Christian Center or ALCC at P.O. Box 415, Bear, Delaware, 19701. Thank you for listening. And remember, Satan is defeated, darkness is dispelled, and Jesus Christ is Lord. 